Hello, my name is Latanya Lamont and I got next. You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk like what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next and you up next. Keep the coins on hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't set up for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flex. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready say go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. Shoot. Yeah, SLT Nation, welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next, a premium platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. That's right, we're talking about the rising stars who are living out big dreams and accomplishing big things and ladies and gentlemen i want everybody to put your l's up that's right we got one of the dopest hbcu coaches in the building hey got over 14 years in division one basketball and we got it y'all i don't know how kevin is keeping this momentum giving exposure to these beautiful amazing talented african-american female coaches but we gotta add another one to the registry we got a latanya lamont welcome to the show how you doing today latanya I'm doing great. I'm I'm still bopping off of that. You got I know. Next, right? I can, yeah. I can yeah. right up every time the show yes. come on. I become the Louisiana. Hey, well, Coach, welcome to the show. We are about to get to your story, and we go take you through the sports life talk initiation in one more second. So buckle up. Hey, check this out. If this is your first time joining the show, welcome aboard the Sports Life Talk Nation. You got next. I am your host, the Mouth of the South, B. Jones, Mr. Yeet himself. I'm rocking alongside of my co-host, my partner in crime, my brother from another mother, the heck, the, the, the assistant coach, KT. Kev, how you feeling today, sir? Man, B. Jones, after the day I had at work, I'm just ready for some good times, man. And I know Coach is going to bring those, so let's go. Well, I'll tell you what, you keep signing up these types of coaches, man. We might not have to have no nine to fives, no oh, real records. This story here is about to give it to them. All right, well, check this out. Once again, I, I would be just a fool or an idiot to not thank you so much for joining the show. There are a million other sports podcasts out there, so you chose to choose to rock with us. Your time is appreciative, so thank you for letting us be a part of your life. But we do want to ask one small little favor, the first, well, a couple of small little favors. The first one is stop right now. Share this episode. Get this thing out let's get this thing cracking there are some people out there that need to hear about this story just like you about to hear about it so get, send this out to two or three friends Sh- shout out love and second we want to keep you on long term we want you to come rock with us routinely we have over 200 shows that we've done with some amazing brilliant coaches like the one today on the count of three in you got next tradition we need you to smash that subscribe button and join our family are uh, y'all coach is the rams ready Oh, the Rams are always ready. I, I'm telling you, you're going to have a bunch of subscribers. So I'm telling them right there, hit oh, that we button. Love, we love to hear that. All right, here we go. Here we go, Winston-Salem Nation. One, two, three. Ooh.
Check this out. Welcome to the family. You got two new play cousins. Kevin and I, we don't do fans. We don't do followers. We do family members, and you are the newest member of the Sports Life Talk family. Now, Coach, all your players and all the people that rock with you, they in the family, but you you got to go one more step, all right? We got to get you to cross the burning sands and complete the Sports Life Talk initiation. Are you ready for that? That challenge? Okay. I, I didn't realize I was going to be pledging tonight, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Am I good? Hey, no hazing, though. <laughs> no hazing. Ain't no hazing around here. <laughs> to initiate you into the SRT family, you have to give us your top five music artists. Ooh, that's tough right there. So number one is Biggie. I'm a huge Biggie fan. Biggie, Biggie, um, Biggie, can't you see? Does it have to be hip-hop or can it no, be? No, this is your top five. All right. So I love some Biggie, Prince, Shaka Khan. Um, Shaka Khan. Jay-Z is actually up there for me. I know that's hard to say, but oh. I like the Um, And then I guess I'm going to have to go with Rochelle Pharrell because I'm a jazz person too. Now that's a new one. Kevin, you know something about that? Yes, I have heard that before. Oh, this. Yes. I'm sorry, sports like y'all know I love this. Dude. Kevin, stop! You don't know anything about no Rochelle for real. I mean, I can tell you a song of hers, but I've heard her music before. B. Jones. I don't know why. It's a guy. Me. That's a guy. It's a girl. No, I'm just it's a girl, girl, dude. Now you ain't gonna be talking bad about Rochelle for real right now. Hey, look, he froze up for a second. He was like. Is it? Is it? No, a- I already knew it was a woman. So nice to have that one. I want to make you look dumb on air once again. Stop messing up my initiation. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm having fun. All right, so give us some of your favorite sports teams. Hmm. So back in the day, I was a huge Dallas fan, Cowboys. But you know, when they let my coach go, I let them go. Who was your coach? Oh, Jimmy Johnson, the best. Album. Okay, okay. You know, so you ain't been a Cowboy fan. Like, no, I haven't been a fan since, and you know, ironically, they haven't won since. Good for you. Um, Good for so, you. You know, Winston Salem State's number one. Yep. Um, second, I'm gonna have to go with Duke men's basketball coach Ooh. K all the way, baby. Ooh. Even in retirement, I'm from North Carolina, so you know that's a problem right there. Um, North Cat. Yeah, North Cat. Look, I'm going to always cheer for the home team, so I'm going to have to go with the Carolina Panthers, you know, the Hornets, and also probably our our hockey team. Yeah, the Hurricanes. Yeah. So I, I'll go with them. That'll be my five. All right, Kevin, how many can I give up? I, I, I feel like giving a five right now. You got to give a five. Thank you. Yeah, count them up. That was an excellent list. You won the top five was great. I almost doctor for talking about the Cowboys though, but I, you know I little made it. She's Kevin. a BCU coach. She's a beautiful queen. Now, this Kevin, you need to congratulate her for getting off of that narcotic. She she quit she oh, quit I drugs back in '96. Yeah, she stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> then you know I became you? a Miami fan because Coach went down to Miami, so I had to follow him. You know how people leave when LeBron goes, they right. go. That's how it was with Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, but where did they get you? They didn't get you too much. I mean, you hey, ain't, she ain't losing like that. Hey, there you go. Hey, Carolina, I'm gonna Carolina Panthers have been to two, not one, but two Super Bowls in the last 20 years, Kevin. That is true, and they've lost both. They lost right, both. And the Cowboys <laughs> has made it to how many? You know what? That's not oh, important. Okay, that's what this I is your show, Kurt. I'm going to do the creepy sound on it. Yeah, yeah. I got to get back on track now. I'm about to get attacked. All right, so who is your favorite superhero and why? Oh, it's definitely Wonder Woman. Let me tell you, when I was a kid, I used to go outside with her little underwear on flying all throughout my neighborhood. So <laughs> I love me some Wonder Woman. Spinning around in circles till I got dizzy. 
Uh, so when the new the new shows came out with those episode movies, man, I was one of the first ones in line with my cape on. I was ready. Yeah, you can't go wrong with uh first it was Linda Carter, then it was Gal Gadot. But now DC has a black one. Her name is Nubia. So oh. Nubia, since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Uh, so I'm a little Kim fan too. You know, she wasn't in my top five, she's in my top ten. So, you know, anything Lil Kim come on, it's over. You want to rumble with the beehive? Put a hex on your whole family. Oh, family. Yes. <laughs> hey, that's all I need right there. I'm, like, I'm hey, that remix was off the chain. All that about remix the chain. was yeah. off the chain. Hey, what about oh, Coach dropping bars, though? Oh. Yes. Man, you, that was dope. I mean, what do you expect? She's from HBCU, man. You know, they built different, man. We are built different. That's true. All right. So well, we, we, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We sure are. So on behalf of the SOT Nation, we want to welcome you into our family. The initiation's over. You can you can rest. Your dues are paid. B. Right. Jones, go ahead and take it away. All right, Coach. Well, welcome to the family. We are so excited for you to stop by and join us because, uh, I don't know, I feel kind of like when we started this mission, it was like, hey, we want to tell the story, the story of Rising Stars. But somewhere along the line, Kevin um, has just kind of really morphed us into this, this platform that, that really speaks volumes for the not only just the women's games and in volleyball, basketball, soccer, tennis, it don't matter, but he really does a great job of giving exposure to African-American coaches. So, I just want to send a shout out to you, Queen, because I know you carry a lot. You are the Queen B. And uh, wow. so we're gonna talk we're gonna talk a little bit about it. Now you've been bragging on this thing about North Cacalac, and I've heard some things about North Carolina myself. You know, I've always kind of wanted to go up there and visit and chill and just kind of kind of relax. But tell us what it was like growing up in Winston State. So, you know, ironically, I'm from the same city where I'm coaching at. So growing up in Winston was a little different. I actually grew up in, uh, I don't like to say projects, you know, I, I just feel like that's a state of mind. So I grew up in housing authority here. Um, so I grew up in Piedmont Circle was one and then the other one was Happy Hills. So I'm just thankful for the way they raised me. You know, back then the entire community had a hand in how you was growing up. And so it's not like that anymore. So I try to go back and do as much as possible. But let me tell you, man, going out there playing basketball with the boys, being knocked down a couple of times. I was like one of the biggest tomboys. So when people see me in my heels and my dresses, they're like, hold up, who is that? So, I mean, I'm just grateful, man. I played multiple sports. I was also in a band. So I'm just grateful for everything that Winston taught me. It made me who I am. So I can tell you what, Kevin, when she said she was from Piedmont Circle, I already knew where she was from. Oh, I already knew where she was from. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Piedmont Circle, stand up. Yes. Hey, we're showing up a lot of y'all. All right, Coach. What, what, so you, now, were you able to get some buckets? or Because, I, I, I mean, like, your accolades, the, the bio was crazy. You literally was almost in like four or five sports, right? And I know softball was was a big one, basketball. T tell, tell us, uh, uh, kind of walk us through the individual sports you participated in in high school and college. Oh, yeah. So high school and college, I was cross country in college. So I'll just name college first. So it was cross country, women's basketball, and then I also played softball. But I also marched in the band my first year in college. <laughs> I, was a, I was a prop kid, you know, coming out of high school. I, I was smart, but I didn't do homework. So, you know, I came in, I couldn't play the first year. So a lot of people in the city knew I was a drummer, especially on the drum line. So they asked me to come and play the drums the first year. Coach, 
Coach got to be the coolest one. So we got a little Nick Cannon action on this thing. Hey. He, was, he was an HBC. Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. And then what other sports did you add on to it in, in high school? Did you have any other ones? Well, in high school, I tried, I was on the track team for one day. Um, and then, <laughs> let me tell you, I didn't realize how much running you had to do. Mm-hmm. But trying to run on the track, and then I had to sprint over to softball practice. I was like, I Too can't much. Yeah, Too so much. I just went ahead and just stuck with softball. Now, interesting fact, y'all. Coach is in the NCAA history book for stolen bases right now. So I'm I'm curious, how does somebody who has such a prestigious softball career, what made you decide to choose basketball as your first love? You know what's crazy? I tell people all the time, I don't think I chose either one. I just love them both. And I love them equally. Ironically, I was just fast. You know, I, <laughs> I ran a lot in my neighborhood. You know, you got to run from people when you grow up in, in housing authority sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, I had speed. You can't tell now I got these chubby cheeks, but man, uh, I used to run. And so my softball coach in college, this is the crazy part. He would always tell me like, hold up, hold up, don't go. I would go anyway. Mm. And so, you know, <laughs> like, let me tell you, it helped me my junior year because my junior year, I actually broke, uh, I actually had the record. And so I have a plaque. The NCAA has my names in the, in the hall of, well, it's in their little hall. My last year playing, if I would have listened to my coach, I would have won it back to back. I would have let the nation in stolen bases. So I stole a base and got tagged out. It messed up my percentage. So I was second. My senior <laughs> Out there being yeah. hard headed. Hey, yeah, hard hard hard. Not hey. knowing it all. That's what I get, huh? Yeah. I like that energy, though, Coach. I like she say I was running anyway. It, it yeah, didn't matter I if I thought about it. Hey, you heard shots by Hey, Coach, go on again. Go. All right. Hey, no, you want to hear a funny story? So we're playing yeah. at Fayetteville State. We're at Fayetteville State, my junior year in college. And Fayetteville State has on these blue bandanas and they have a blue uniform. We're Winston. We have a red with our red, red bandana. Oh. No lie. Everybody knows Fayetteville. That's what we call Fayetteville. Uh, <laughs> that was the city that had gangs back in the day. The Bloods and the Crips roll up to the field because they see us out there. No lie. They stand in their defense and they're watching. And we like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so we was prepared. A million miles power. <laughs> they cheered the entire time. Like the Bloods was cheering. The, you know, the Crips was cheering. And then afterwards, you know, they went their separate ways, but they rolled up on the field. They didn't know what was going on. It was crazy. Oh, that's pretty cool. That could have got nasty, too. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, campus police rolled up. That joker went right back around the other way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he got got a fire. They ain't dealing with that. (laughs) Hey, what bill for that, Kevin? I'm I'm with campus police on that one. I'm going to let y'all have those. All right, but uh, but Coach, so now let's talk about this thing, because you had an illustrious career on the field. I know you played a lot of sports, accomplished, and and created a lot of accolades, but, man, what you've done post-sports, I mean, Post playing days has been, I mean, crazy. You've been coaching for over 20 years. You've coached at all the levels, 14 years and experience on the highest level. I mean, kind of walk the, t- take us through the, the whole coaching experience here. This, this, this story is crazy. Yeah, man, I've been blessed. I mean, I really have. I wasn't even trying to go into coaching. I just wanted to be rich so I can change my mom. <laughs> that, that, that's really it. And I went into coaching where I was poor forever. Um, I was about to say, have you have you hit that rich yet? <laughs> what? No, I'm still trying to hit itch. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get to. Um, but it all started because my junior year in, in college, I had to do a practicum. And I went to Carver High School. And ironically, the AD at the time was like, nah, girl, you ain't you ain't gonna do that. You're gonna be my assistant coach. I said, No, sir, I came here to shadow you. 
he let me finish my my gripes and he was like, uh-huh, you done? I said, yes, sir. And he said, okay, you're going to be my assistant coach if you want this credit. So from doing that, I ended up going to Tennessee and I did an internship with, with Pat Summit uh, for six months. I wasn't even the trying vote? to coach. Yes. So I went over there to be with the AD. I don't even know who Pat Summit is. How crazy is this? I knew the AD because at the time there was three different women athletic director programs. It was South Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas. So I went to go shadow Joan Cronin. But when I got there, she had me around tickets and business and Pat Summit was in the office. So every day they were doing different things to me because I didn't know who she was and they was just using me. So, man, it was I got so many stories about that. It was ridiculous. So when I went to graduate school, I decided to go to Georgia Southern instead of going back to Tennessee because I wanted something different. I felt like it was just easy up there. And so that's how I got into coaching. When I was down there at Georgia Southern, the third assistant left and went to Western. And the coach was like, hey, I heard you was with Pat. And I was like, yeah, I was up there with her. And so he was like, well, look, I'm going to hire you as my third. And so as a restricted earnings coach, I made like $10,000. A year? Those years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I was having to work camps and do different things in the summer. You have to grind. And I think that's what people miss out on in coaching. You're not going to just go straight to the top. You got to grind it out, you know, and then it's part of being blessed and being at the right moment at the right time. So, you know, because of that internship with Pat, I ended up working for Kelly Jolly Harper, who's now the head coach at Tennessee. So I started off with her when she was at Western. We won wow. like three or four championships and then went to NC State. And then I started with Cam Neubauer and he was a, a new head coach. You know, he ended up going to Florida. So I've been with some great people, man. I've just been blessed. I really have. Yeah, you have. And, and weren't you with the Wolfpack at one point in time, too? Yes. I went to NC State with Kelly. So, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, you some crazy, some crazy stuff, man. So so what, what has been your secret, though? Let, let's just be real. Like, it's, it's some aspiring young head coaches or uh, just people that want to rise up. Is, is there one single thing that if you had the opportunity to sit down with somebody and say, hey, listen. If you want to make it, this is what you got to do. This is you got to be on time. Whatever the tip, the tip is, I need that tip right now. I'm asking for a friend. Uh, your friend needs to know. Be great where you are. Sometimes we can be planted in a spot, and we're so looking for our next moment that we miss out on the blessings of where we are. And so, like each spot and location I was at, I made sure I said thank you every morning. I was just grateful to God. And then from there, I made the most of every opportunity. So I never had any issues there. And because they saw my work ethic and how much I was I was riding for that program, man, I, I'm telling you, I was able to get other opportunities. But I lived in my moment, and that's what people forget to do. Now, we've seen over the last two or three years the evolution of women's basketball. And, it, and, and let's just keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I'm calling it evolution. But to me, we kind of like the rock hitting, hitting the earth, right? <laughs> I mean, we just getting started with the brilliance and what you guys are capable of doing. Uh, what do you think about these new, like you got NIL has came, you got mental health awareness, you got, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, where, you, we, where we doing more, we focusing more on African-American or people of color. I mean, all of this is going on at the same time and you taking over Winston-Salem out here at HBCU. What's kind of going through your mind, Coach, with, 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 with kind of the culture change and the shift? Because you came from Piedmont. So yeah. I know you, yeah, you know an elbow or two, right? You 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 came up with, they were kind of hard on you, but now, but now, you know, you got to kind of coach differently. Tell us a little bit about how you've been handling these uh, this culture shift. Man, it was tough. Because you got to remember, when I grew up, our coach could tell us to walk, you know, to run through a wall. My thing is how big you want that hole. 
You know, it's not like that with these <laughs> kids. They want to they know why you want me running through this hole. And, you know, is it beneficial for me to do this? So you get a lot of questions. And man, I'm telling you, I'm one of those old schools that be like, because I said so, dang, just do it. My daughter but, must play for you because good oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, don't start me. But, but I'm going to tell you what I had to learn, though. It's a different generation and it's a different mindset. This is a generation that has all been blessed to receive a trophy for winning. You know, when I was growing up, we didn't get a trophy. You had to earn it. So then once I got beat by those boys, guess what I did? I was busting my tail on that court because I was going to show you that's never going to happen again. Well, when everybody gets trophies, they don't know how to work through adversity or how to work through their problems. And so that's things that we do now with our players. We'll have different types of meetings where we're talking about their mental health and then how to talk yourself through it. Because you'll be surprised that some of the things that people say are mental health is just literally, I don't know how to handle adversity. Or I don't know when you tell me no, what am I to do next? Um, you know, especially when everybody's told you yes your whole life. And with this NIL, oh, it is different. Let me tell you, I wish they had that when I was playing because I would have had a ton of money for the services I was throwing. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually have a young lady on our team that has an NIL deal. And I'm proud of her for it. She's a local product in the city. And I told her, use your voice to your advantage. And I tell the players that all the time, be careful what you're tweeting and what you're putting out in the atmosphere. Mm. And even utilize your people at your home. Like you're coming from D.C. or if you're coming from Maryland or you're coming from Florida, you know, let that company know I can represent you in North Carolina. I have a whole new broader audience that can see your so product. You you telling your kids like, hey, go get that money, sis. Go, go get, get it. Go, go do your thing. Yeah. Yes. And I you like still listen to me. I don't care how much money you have, but you know, we do mental health days too. And we have to like, you know, I get players that are coming to the office and they're emotional or something has happened. You know, I'll tell them, hey, take this day off. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up. But I'm not giving days every week and I'm not giving days right. every month. Right. But, you know, we have to be a little sensitive because this is a different type of generation. Different type of generation. Coach, didn't that get... Uh, doesn't that get tiring though? We grew up, <laughs> we could take it, we made it just fine. And nowadays, like you said, everybody's a winner. But Kevin, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this because I, I had the same conversation. And Coach, I want you to be a part of this too. Our generation, because I, you know, I'm, I'm a middle aged man, and we couldn't take some of the stuff they took back in the '60s, Kevin. Because if they turned some water holes on you or turned some dogs on you right now, you would either be dead or <laughs> in jail. Think about it. And that generation couldn't take some of the stuff that you know the previous. I, I just think that every generation is is kind of built differently on that. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the millennials and the Gen Z. I, 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 totally agree, I totally agree with you, but you just took that to the extreme. I'm getting beat. <laughs> I'm talking about mentally getting took out. You talking about me getting hit with water? <laughs> oh, I just I just recently had this debate. Like yeah, I said, I got a 19 yeah. year old. I, I, know, I thought you were gonna take it back even further when we, the, the other stuff was happening to him. <laughs> and the females, I was like, no, I wasn't made. You right? But yeah, let's go. But I, but I gotta tell you, that's a great way to analyze it. I never thought of it from that perspective. Like you're right. I couldn't have taken some of the things my mom had to endure when they had nope. to segregate schools. You know. And shutting your mouth, shutting your mouth when you know you didn't, you you know what I'm saying? Like us, we gonna speak on it. Yes, and guess what? This generation now they're speaking on everything, everything, opinion about. Like it's sometimes I told my girls, you don't even need to have an opinion. Just be yeah. quiet. Yeah, See, my mama told me if I, if I have to come up there, you better not be wrong. My mama <laughs> generation was like, 
you better not say nothing. nothing. It, it better not be no talk back period. See, I got away with a little bit of stuff. But all right, let me let me let me ask uh, this last question uh, because we started off. We talked about how important it is. We we know that the women's basketball. We're gonna support y'all. But right now, another part of this culture shift is HBCU is kind of becoming cool again, right? You know, uh, uh, you 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 just talked about the NIL money and and and, and all of that good stuff. What, what do you think our HBCU programs and schools and institutions need to do? Because I got this harebrained scheme, and while the Power Five trying to break away from the NCAA, I think the HBCUs need to start their own little power conference and really start bringing in the black business and the black dollars. Now that's just me. I'm sorry, y'all, but what 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 are your thoughts about getting the HBCU some more optics, some more visibility to where young ladies that play for your program can take that next step? Well, I think this is a great platform right here. So you're already doing part of it. You know what I mean? Just making sure that we have a voice and then we're also being seen out here in the community. You know, it's so funny. When I went to college back in the 90s, we didn't have, you had a platform because you had BET. Y'all remember when BET used to play? Oh, all yeah, the BET, yeah. Yeah, we was excited about BET. But this Loved is what people it. forget. The people in the 90s always felt like an HBCU was your last resort because you couldn't get into X, Y, and Z University. Yep. But then when you did come to HBCU, you actually learned your history and who you were and you were stronger and you was ready for this world. And so now so many people are tired of being ostracized at these other institutions that they are coming back to the HBCU because they realize, man, I'm going to be loved on. I'm going to learn right from wrong and I'm going to learn my history so I can be a better person. So with that being stated, you know, I hear you when you're saying break off. I'm not for breaking off just right now. <laughs> I'm and the mouth of the South, Coach. Yeah, I, I yeah, say yeah. off the wall stuff. So you gotta, you gotta yeah. forgive me. I'm, be, I'm being. It's okay. You be Michael Jackson all you want. You can go ahead and stay off the wall. <laughs> but we, but we gotta be realistic about the funding that we have that's coming to our institutions. Now, Winston was blessed. He's talking about Jeff Bezos' wife giving us thirty million dollars last year. That's right. I remember that. Mm -hmm. And so what she blessed our university with, if you looked at our endowment before her, our endowment was $40 million. She blessed us with 30 million, which was almost the entire endowment our universities had. And we are 130 years old. So, you know, I look at that compared to other institutions that have hundreds of millions of dollars in endowments. That's where we are kind of a little bit lagging when it comes to HBCUs. We're graduating teachers and we're graduating nurses. That's what most black HBCUs are doing. You know, we're graduating people that's going to come out and be of service. How many of us are really graduating people that are coming out to be doctors, lawyers, entertainers? And when you're doing it at a bigger, a bigger platform, you know, it does make a difference. Like we're now trying to do a lot more with, um, with entrepreneurs, our university and our chancellor, that's what he's talked about. He's really, really trying to be a, a little bit ahead of the curve. Because if we graduate business people that are out here making their own money, now they can give back and change the whole dynamics of our That's industry. right. That's right. But, you know, teachers can only give so much. Coach, with a $30 million endowment, what color beans you got, though? Uh, uh, I actually have a gray Toyota Camry. <laughs> they ain't kick you down none of that bread. You didn't get none of that. Paid for. So I am oh, doing it. No, oh, I'm, I'm great, man. I'm great. It's not even about me. It's about my school. I, mean, I graduated from here and we're doing so much in our community, especially on the eastern part of, of Winston-Salem, where there's a lot of poverty. The eastern part where we are, our university is located. We got a radius that we've drawn. 
It is one of the worst school systems in the country. It's also one of the poorest areas in the country. Like we've been ranked in the top five around the country for our education system and our poverty in that one area. And so, you know, as an HBCU, we got to uplift that community. Like our nurses go down, they do health care screenings. Our physical therapists go down there so they can help out in that area. We have our business um, department. They go down and try to help with those you know, finances and making sure that we're trying to make them economical again. Because you go from being one of the best black areas to now it's one of the poorest. So, you know, we got other other things we have to make sure we're doing better. Coach, I bet you be giving them hell on that recruiting trail. My God, I'm about to, I'm about to send in or get on Western Salem online. I'm about to take an online course at Western Salem State. Yes, you sold it. You sold me. All right, Coach. Well, I hate to I hate to end this uh, this kumbaya session with a little bit of an aggression, but it's that time. Welcome to the championship rounds. This is the, this is the part of the show with Kevin and I. We go head to head, and you are now officially calling all of the shots. Now, have you ever played a game called Would You Rather before? I have. All right, so the rules are very simple. Both hosts will present you an option. You select one of those options. When you select it, that host gains a point. The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode of Championship Round. And the loser, unfortunately, will be just that, a loser. To oh. everybody that saw this episode, they will be known as a loser, Kevin. Good luck. Put your L's up. That's what I'm talking about. We ain't talking about losers. That's what I'm saying. We got double L in the building. All right, Coach. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go, Kevin. You you won the last game. All Let me right. take this thing back. All right, Coach. Would you rather coach a player that makes it to the Hall of Fame and in their Hall of Fame speech tell you that they wouldn't be there if it weren't for you, or would you rather coach a player that became a coach, won a ring, but says they got the double L blueprint? They learned everything from Latanya Lamont. Ooh, that's tough. Because I'm I'm gonna be honest. I just want my kids to be successful. It's not even about me being recognized. So that's tough because both are talking about recognition. So you both have to get a point on that one. So let's break it down. You got one that you coached and you showed that you can coach players. The other one is you build a coaching tree. You show that you make better people and they become coaches. Oh, I like that. Better people. Because that's what I'm about is changing and affecting people. I'm all about changing lives. Yes, you just changed mine because point one is on the board. Yeah, Here we go. go. Round number two. Would you rather have Nike pay for an elite basketball camp in which you get to travel around the world educating kids in impoverished areas and influencing them to get out and play basketball? Or would you rather have Under Armour give you your own clothing line where the proceeds go to a scholarship in your name? All right, so we are an Under Armour school, and ironically, I can't say anything about Nike. So Under Armour, it is. I'm, a, you know what? <laughs> oh, come on, Kevin. This, this is. I'm gonna tell y'all something. The producers know who. who <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I ain't gonna cry. I ain't gonna cry. Let's go. Let's go. Round number three. Right. Do your homework. Is that what you would tell me? Do your homework. <sighs> All right. So round three. Would you rather host your own cooking show? Where you interview athletes and celebrities while eating at their favorite places in their hometowns are... Coach, we can't get these Dallas Cowboys this win, all right? 
Think long and hard about this. this, this, this I already did that. I already put my bag in. <laughs> All right, Coach, would you rather host a YouTube basketball pickup series where you get to interview professional athletes while playing one-on-one basketball in the gyms that they grew up in? Oh, that is good. You know you like to cook. You know I you do. Like to, yeah. But you get to have this one-on-one intimate moment in Dwayne Wade in the gym that he grew up hearing the stories. But yeah, you can do that while talking. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta tell you, because you're you're limiting it to the pros. I want to talk to everybody, so I gotta give it up to just being able to cook. So I gotta give it up to the cook. And yeah. I gotta give it up to you, coach. Back to back. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Couldn't have done it without you, coach. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Throw your L up right now, B. Jones. Throw it up. There we go. Thank you. Thank you for playing along. Thank you, thank you. I don't know, Sports Life Talk Nation. I don't know, Nation. Y'all, y'all leave some comments on below. I, I smell the fix was in. That's all I'm gonna say. I think the fix was in. But then you won the first one. How was the fix in? I ain't gonna gonna go crying about the referees, but the home cooking. All right, here we go. Here we go. The title of the show is Sports Life Talks. You got next, in which now everybody who's seen your amazing smile and hearing and feeling your infectious energy, they know that there's something cooking up there in Winston-Salem. So now you got to tell us, what does the future hold for you, coach? Man, we're trying to win the first ever women's basketball championship here. So out of all our teams, we're the only team on the campus that's never won a CIAA. So that is a mission right there. So that's what the future holds is being able to hold up the trophy and, you know, represent not only the school and university, but our city. I mean, how big would that be, though, for you to be homegrown and to lead them to that first? I, I was curious. I wish I had more time because I was curious. How does that feel? Right. Growing up right down the street from this university and. I mean, I know you wasn't just sleeping at night like, Lord, just please let me be the coach of Winston-Salem one day. I know that. that so this probably happened very organically. How, how did that feel to walking through that tunnel every night in and night out and helping helping create this new generation? Man, it's it's wild. I never, ever in my wildest dreams thought I would come to Winston and coach. And it's only because I was always at the Division One level and I was always at PWIs. You know, my dream was to go to an HBCU and take everything I've learned, but I never thought I would come here. Like I live literally five minutes from Winston-Salem State and I would hear the NASCAR at night and I would hear the band playing and I fell in love with it. And so coming to Winston and coming back home man, the things that we've been able to do in the community, the way we've been able to be very impactful with these young generation. If we win that championship, man, you can't tell me nothing. And it's, well, it's not like a brag. It's just that now we can take that trophy around the community, all to the rec centers that I grew up and played in, you know, and just let kids know that, man, I know where you're starting, but it's not where you're at right now. It's where you're going to be in a couple of years. So you can always finish strong. Well, I'm going to say this, coach. I ain't trying to say that, you know, it's some good juju on this show, but everybody that's came and sat down. They got off and something good had happened to them. That's oh. all. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Won't he do it? Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, yeah, Kevin. Hey, all, all but one. The dude that lost his belt in wrestling, but we're not going <laughs> to But that was planned. That was planned. <laughs> I know. It <laughs> but it was just funny. He did our show, and then the next week he kept Oh, no. Right, so uh, you have any shout-outs you want to give, Coach? I do. I got to give a shout-out to Winston-Salem State University Rams, my HBCU. Um, also got a shout-out, HBCU Game Day. You know, I, I've known Stephen Gaither for a long time, and he's done some great 
work out there where now he's being overshadowed because everybody's focusing on HBCUs now. Um, I'm also been with me for over 20 years and our three daughters. So, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty hard to be with a coach now and to be with a coach for over 20 years, you got to really love that person a little bit. Um, yep. but you, but you, I'm you, you the coach. Hmm? Your husband is not a coach, is he? No, not anymore. But that's how we okay. met. He was actually a coach when we met. But okay, after we okay. started having cheering, you know, one of us <laughs> had to make a decision. <laughs> um, I also have to shout out our athletic department. They have done a tremendous job. And our chancellor, uh, Dr. Robinson, man, we, we're so blessed up here. We really are. And I got to shout you guys out because you guys gave me an opportunity to come on this show. Like, I know y'all didn't know me from Adam, or I guess you would say Eve, but you gave me this platform. <laughs> so I'm grateful. Now, nah, Ke- Kevin know you. Kevin know you. I promise you. This wasn't a, this wasn't a surprise. This wasn't a shock. This wasn't an accident. It was all intentional. We promise you, Coach. We wanted you on this show because uh, you. you got a lot to say, and so uh, so it was important. Thank and, you. And you represent the HBCU, so we got to get HBC. that. HBCU. All right, Coach. Put up my W's. There we go. Uh oh. Oh 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 oh. Hey, there you go. It looks good now. There you go. We had to teach you how to do it. Yeah. All right, coach. This is the part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think should have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance to rock with B. Jones and KT. Mm-hmm. Told them my story. Why don't you do the same thing? With that Ooh. saying, coach, who are you giving your game ball to? Oh, man, I got to make an assist. Yeah. Oh, this is tough. So are you looking for a male or a female? We're looking for whoever you want to give us. We don't care. Whatever, whatever you think deserves to be on the show. Okay. Well, then let me. Can I throw out two people? You can yeah. throw out 18 if you wanted, if we had time, but you do what you do. <laughs> All right. There's a young lady right now named Tracy Pennywell. Um, she's doing the HBCU Connect right now. And I'm actually going to be speaking at a platform she has on this Friday at Chapel Hill, where she's merged Chapel Hill and FAMU together for a big HBCU summit in Chapel Hill. I don't know too many people that's doing that. You're not lying. Um, but she didn't graduate from an HBCU, but her platform now is amazing of uh, the things that she's trying to do and uh, to make sure she's an advocate for us. So she's one, and I can make sure I can give you guys her contact information. And then, you know, Stephen Gaither, he has a story to tell. When he started HBCU Game Day, you know, he was a student in college. And here he was back, I guess now 10, 11 years ago, where he was trying his best, living out of his car, doing all types of things. And he's starting to blow up a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I you did. Yeah, I know what it is now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Stephen and uh, Miss Pennywell. We'll be reaching out to you. We're going to be sliding your DMs here pretty soon. Come show us some love. But Coach, hey, you the truth. I have thoroughly enjoyed this. I can't wait to see y'all ring that bell and bring that CIAA championship home. And Coach, it's a lot for me to say that because we've had other coaches out of your division that have been on the show. (laughs) So so I know know I'm going to get it, but I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you, Coach. I I hope you guys can pull it off. Come home. But regardless, your career is impressive. You accomplishing it. You wearing that crown just perfectly. So keep doing what you do because now you got two play cousins and you got our support and anything you need. Coach Latanya Lamont, you got next. <clears throat> Sports Life Talk Nation. Man, 
I get choked up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I get choked up when I do that part because it means a lot to me and I want to give the person their roses. But uh, hey, we did it again. We told y'all this thing was not a game. We're going to keep rocking. We're going to keep bringing y'all some more shows. We got to run today. But listen, don't forget to check Kevin out. Kevin and I out every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. We stream live on YouTube. Come be a friend to the show. Come be a part of our family. We go live. You can leave comments. You can make fun of Kevin and his bad cowboy takes. Whatever you want to do. At Sports Life Talk. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. And don't forget to share this episode. You are single-handedly responsible for helping somebody out. All right? That's all I'm going to say. It's on you. It's not on me and KT. It's on you. So please share this show. Kevin, congratulations on another win, man. I know. That's too back-to-back, man. I, I don't even know how you feel good. That was propped up a little bit, but feel good about it. That no, it's make not doing your homework. If you study, yeah, then you Please, know. please, y'all watch the next show when I, when I, I promise you, white meat. I'm a, I'm a, ooh, I'm a crack that Yeah, head. whatever. Hey, coach, thank you so much for rocking with us. This has been a blessing. Like he said, you got two, two play cousins here in Dallas. So if you ever need any help, holler at us. We got you. I I'm got coming you, up there. I'm coming up there. I'm coming up there. I need to. I need to give me one of them Winston Salem jerseys. Yeah. When we get off air, send me your size. It won't be a jersey, but I'm gonna send you guys something. Oh. Hey, we gonna do a jersey swap. All right, cause we gonna send you something. We are gonna send you well, some hey, sports like talk here too. We wearing the all black when we go. We ain't wearing nothing blue or red because she she told us about yeah. that. I'm telling you, away games are all black. <laughs> no, Cackalack, we coming. Sports Life Talk Nation, we love y'all. Stay safe, be blessed, respect each other, and love one another because together we are better and keep dreaming big because you never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet. See what's crazy is I knew you had next because you always working, you always grinding, you're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just I knew you got next. Oh, you did a hard crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk got the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast is tuning to just for you to talk your shit. Talk your mushroom, you want what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next. Just a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity What's up next is you, at least you better be yeah. You got next, yeah I can feel it, you're a winner just like me You got next, and what comes next? Tune in next time and you'll see Cause if you got next, yeah If you got next, if you got next Then you're just like me If you got next, if you got next, yeah Life talking this Yeah, 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 yeah Sports life talking this